Welcome to Scent 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. So Sarah, how was your week? <laughs> Hi! Sarah Maine is in the house. Hello. I'm back. The voice that everybody's going, hey, where's Sarah? I really like Sarah. Where's Sarah at? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have heard that, Sarah Maine. Yes. I'm here. Welcome home. Thank you. <laughs> so seriously, how has your week been? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah. It's been a good week. I started therapy this morning, so. Physical or No, emotional? mental. Mental yeah, therapy. I'm a big fan. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Shout out to New Day Counseling Center. <laughs> I like them quite a bit. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Phyllis could not tell a lot of stories on this show. <laughs> now, yes. what about your week? A therapy start today? No, no therapy. Maybe I should have therapy though. I need some sleep therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been working pretty hard, man, but it, I'm grateful. I'm so happy, man. I got to tell you, I just feel so blessed and... Uh, and useful. You know, so. you really are very, very busy. Very. You've been an episode, so people know your heart and, and some of your background and miracles in your life and everything. What they don't know is on top of being a master engineer and making us sound way, way better than we are, you're an IT guru. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody, you can put your cell phone number in the show notes so that when somebody's computer's messed up, they can call you. Yeah, yeah, anytime. So Sarah, you've been doing other things. Yes. And I've been wanting to bring you back, hey, let's just talk. It was too much fun. And then finally, somehow, finally, you, you said <laughs> you, you could fit it in. I don't know how that goes. Okay, so everybody's asking, what's Sarah doing? And I'm saying she's getting famous, rich and famous. <laughs> I'm not getting famous or rich. We'll take care of that on this episode right now. <laughs> yeah, so I run my own business now. I'm a web designer and Sarah graphic designer. Sarah Marie Main Main Design. Design. Yes. Nice. That's right. Yeah, so that's what I do. I work with a lot of different clients. Most of my clients are small businesses and service providers. So I've done a lot of therapist websites. Uh -huh. Yes, and construction people right now, an interior designer, an actress. So I love working one-on-one -on -one with my clients and just getting to know them, getting to know their business, and then figuring out the best website for them and building all the layers. And yeah. there's a lot of detail that go into web design. Yeah. I've had people come up to me and go, the podcast sounds really good. And so I know you, it must be really easy to do. If you could do it, I could do it. I said, let's think about this for a second. Sarah did all the social media. Sarah did all of the websites. Sarah, mm -hmm. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. I don't know. I think I've sent you people here and there, but- You have, yes. If anybody's listening out there, this is the genius and the beauty behind yep. the thing. All the right? graphics, yep. everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. came in and freshened up some of our stuff. Yeah, uh, I did. A little Looks bit good. ago, and refresher. That's good. Yeah. So- I want to ask you a question before I get into deeper about what's been going on with you and how the Lord's been using you. I tell people to like, share, rate, and review. Mm -hmm. Can you explain that? Because explain I go, how I, to do it. I go. I don't know. Or Sarah even what just it, told what me. it means, like what yeah. it is, what how it can help the <laughs> podcast, what it does, and all of that stuff. Because I've tried to explain it to people, and they just don't get what I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, liking it. And sharing it obviously helps it grow. If you send it to someone, hopefully they listen to it too and they get into it. Maybe they'll share it with somebody else. But also liking it will push it up 
the charts, so to speak, because yeah. there are podcast charts. Are there? Are we on it? Yeah, if you're Yay. in the podcast system, you're I'm, somewhere on the chart. I'm going to go check those charts out, Matt. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't. Okay, all right, you're right. I'll be in therapy with, with Phyllis. I've done that, actually, so I know what that's like. Yeah, but there are charts, and so people that listen to similar podcasts, which would be the genre, so mm -hmm. faith and spirituality or Christian podcasts, when people are liking it or they're leaving reviews, it's more likely that the algorithms in all the platforms will let someone know, hey, you should listen to this podcast as well. So it can get us more listeners outside of just our East County and Foothill Circles, which is exciting and cool. Yeah. And that's probably how we have like people in Australia listening. <laughs> I blame Matt Shout for that, out. but I don't really know how it happened. <laughs> I think it's got something to do with the Aussie behind the, the window. And then if you subscribe, Oi. <laughs> wait. Oi. He's Italian. I know. We all know he's Italian. <laughs> if you subscribe to the podcast, then it can help you get notified when a new one drops. So you just press that little bell button, that notification or the subscribe button. That's how you do it? Yes. There's a subscribe button of some kind on the platform that you're listening on. Okay. Yes. And then rate and review. What do those do? That lets people know if they come across it, they know if it's a good podcast or not. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so the more ratings, high ratings, by yes. the way, and the more reviews, then that has more substance. Yes. And also the more ratings and reviews, again, that pushes you up the charts nice. because it tells the systems, the computers that people are listening to it and enjoying the podcast. You, in the beginning, would probably have inserted right here, Kevin, this is a little off-brand. <laughs> We're telling people how to like our podcast. That's what editing is for. <laughs> but we do get that question a lot. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I think be it's beneficial. helpful. All yeah. right, yeah. cool. One of the things that you told me about mm -hmm. is the location location where you are working out of has a real diversity of people and really you're a perfect fit because you share Jesus really well with people that aren't religious mm -hmm. who are very creative and are curious yeah. so are you still at that workstation and how has that yeah. been what's that been like yeah so I have a co-worker space basically you pay a monthly fee and it's just a office space where there's different little desks and it's kind of just free game. It's like you're paying for your own coffee shop, but mm. there's no mm. personal barista. For remote workers, you can go there whenever you want or whatever your membership plan is. And you always know you're going to have a spot to sit. You're always going to have a plug outlet in the wall, which is fantastic. And they usually have tea, coffee, snacks. I found one. And it's cool because I actually found this space when I was still working at Foothills. And I was at the time in certain ways like dreaming of working just from coffee shops one day and being able to do that. And I knew I was going to need a space to do that because sometimes when you go to coffee shops, and I still do that, it's just hard to find a plug. And if you're going to work there all day and then you feel like you always have to buy stuff and it can just be a little difficult so it's nice to have a space that you know is available. And I had found this place. I don't even know how. It's called You Belong Here. Highly recommend, especially if you're a creative person or 
you're in a creative field. It sounds hmm. like a church hey. billboard to me. Yeah, you belong here? <laughs> sure, yeah. The director, her name is Nick, and she's amazing. She opened this space to be a place where creatives could come and not only be like in a co-working, but also have resources. So we have a podcast studio in the space. We also have a meeting room. She does business workshops for creatives, all sorts of things. And her goal is to really help creatives learn how to run their own business and be entrepreneurs because most creatives naturally are not good at that. Mm -hmm. And so she's doing a lot in that space and it's very community centered. There's events that happen and all sorts of things. So I had found this a few years ago, I think even before COVID. And I was looking online and I was like, okay, when I am on my own or remote working, I'm going to go there. So I went over the summer and I toured it and I wasn't able to sign up, but I signed up in November, which was really cool. I'm a member there now, so I get to go few times a week. And it's really fun because it gives you a sense of coworkers in a way where you have a community there. Yeah, And it's been really just cool because it's gotten me out of my little bubble hmm. in a lot of ways, which has been a good thing because the environment there as far as like beliefs and perspective is very different from like our church. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 180 different in a lot of ways, though there are Christians there and stuff as well. But it's just been really cool to be there and not only get the business resources and the things that I've learned, you're sitting there working and you can bounce a creative business idea yeah. or, hey, what tool do you use for this off of somebody and talk, but also just getting to know people like really more deeply. And that's still going on like relationally. My style is relationally for those who've been Surprise. following for a while. Remember that even though certain beliefs, certain perspectives we have are really different, humans are really very much the same. And really the only thing I was thinking about this driving over because I just came from the coworker space and I was having a conversation with someone and we're just talking about life and things that we're going through and dealing with and business and life in general. And I was just thinking about how really the only difference between me as a Christian and someone who doesn't believe is the spirit of God. We all have the same fears and concerns and all of that stuff going on. And I think that's really important to remember yeah. and to see because sometimes we get so caught up in the fact that our perspective or our opinion or our belief is so different we forget, oh no, we're so much the same and there's this connection that we can have and still be together and still influence each other in a beautiful way. Yeah. And the ways that the Spirit of God, because he's hanging around with me or whatever other Christian, you that are listening, is there, he's going to come out and he's going to plant little seeds even when there's conversations happening that are so far. Mm -hmm. I was in the space <laughs> recently and there was a conversation happening that was driving me a little <laughs> like, whoa, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> but they're searching for meaning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This conversation, they were talking about looking for meaning and just a way that to me is really unhealthy and unwise. I wanted to say something and I just prayed and I was like, Lord, what do I do? And he was like, just listen. 
And then today I was talking with one of those people and we got into that a little bit, but not at the same time. That's something that I've dreamed about and I've talked about, I think, in earlier episodes. Yeah. And it's been really cool and it's been a blessing to me to be around them and just them as people. And I, I think in the last couple of years that I've just been learning, yes, we're about building the kingdom and we need to be about sharing the gospel and doing that. But we also have to see people as people at the same time. Because I think in the past, sometimes I've gotten caught up in like, oh, I have to make something happen or I have to save somebody because they're different or whatever. And now it's like, no, I can still do life around them. I go in the space and to some people, if they walked into our space right now, I'm not going to say what, but the art on the walls and things and the books that are in there, some people would have a heart attack <laughs> that are listening right now. I don't mean that in a critical way. I don't know. No, but, you know what? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Some yeah. people would come in and not be able to operate in their gifting and not be able to relate or speak right. truth because they'd be so blown away by the situation. I've got a really good friend that goes to the new age carnivals and stuff, you know, the street fairs and everything. Yeah. And she is right there in the midst of it, gifted mm -hmm. to be able to operate in that. <laughs> and I got to tell you, and I want you to finish it, but- one of the things I love and respect about you is you don't make sharing your faith a war, a battlefield. Right. No, you don't. You, what you do is you do what First Peter 3.15 says. You treat people with gentleness and respect. And by doing that, you earn the right to be heard. And you're someone that they would come talk to. Amen. Because you've respected them, you've listened to them, and uh, you didn't smack them with a Bible verse right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. So... I applaud it. I know exactly what you're talking about, and you do it really, really well. I think I've been good at that for a while, but I think in the last couple of years, there's been an internal shift the way I think. Because I used to be talking to somebody that's not a Christian, and I would be thinking constantly, how am I going to get that verse in there, or how am I going to say that, or how am I going to... And I'm not really listening to them mm. or engaging. Like I always had to make it a moment and now it's like, that's not really what the Bible teaches. When you read about the apostles, they found themselves in those moments. And just like Jesus promised them, which we have on record, he said, the Holy Spirit's going to show you what to say in those moments. Yeah. And he does. And sometimes Boy, you don't he. say anything. Yep, sometimes it's just... You listen. You listen. Yeah. Yeah. Or you listen third party. But it gives you insights. It gives you pieces and things, and it helps you learn about the other people, and you see what God might be doing. And then when you get to talk to them, the Lord leads you in how to speak and how to connect. But it's not a us versus them kind of thing. Yeah, and for so many of us <laughs> Christians, unfortunately, we treat it as an us versus them, and it goes nowhere but feed the uh, dissension and the the split that the yeah. enemy wants. They, because we're so far apart, we have to shout to, to speak to each other. So many things that you're saying right now help some of the experiences that we've had people on recently. Number one, Courtney Caceres, okay, who is with child, 
Everybody needs to remember <laughs> that because we got to announce it here. Yep. But I asked Courtney, how has your style, how has, how, how has it changed or grown? And, uh, you know, she was the wedding ring, finger, tingle, go prophesy in the mall girl. <laughs> but now because of the hurt that she has walked through in her life, it has changed to be absolutely full of compassion mm -hmm. for hurting people. She doesn't want anybody to hurt like the hurt that she walked through. Mm -hmm. And so she's loving and she's intentional. And that's better than being the best apologist that you could find, mm -hmm. you know, in my mind, okay? No apologist, write me an email. <laughs> the other thing that you said that just resounds with me and, and people who have heard the Samantha Urban episode, and I'm not gonna spoil it, people are gonna have to go listen to that, but Samantha Urban was in uh, what in a, a lifestyle mm -hmm. that she said was demonic and, and the devil just had her. And she said, but you know what? When I was in that lifestyle, I wanted love, mm -hmm. I wanted peace, mm -hmm. I wanted joy. Yeah. Everybody wants that for the most part, mm -hmm. right? Whether they've got a relationship with Jesus or not, they're searching for that. Yeah. So being a person, uh, Kathy Martin, they said, how could you be so peaceful? She goes, I know the Prince of Peace. Amen. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that will work for everybody, Amen. but it was so authentic and so genuine. Yeah, because it's true. I talked to Christian workers change it what it means to be a Christian worker. Mm -hmm. Be excellent. Don't be the guy by the, they don't have water coolers anymore, do they, man? Yeah, they do. Okay, so don't, be, still. don't be the person standing <laughs> around doing nothing, fellowshipping all the time. Do great work. The other part of it is what I think you're really succeeding at. Be an excellent human being. Mm -hmm. Be a great human being. Raphael would like to hear this episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Erwin Raphael. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the first couple weeks that I was there at the coworker space, and even now, just all the time, when I stop freaking out over the different perspective or something that I don't agree with, I tune into why are they thinking, mm -hmm. why do they get there? What's the root? What do they want? What is their desire? And every single time, it's a kingdom principle. Mm -hmm. They want not to be corrupt. They want to give to people. They want purpose. They want meaning. They want love. They want care. It's everything that God is. And yet sometimes we get too caught up in that and we miss that. Yeah. There's a term that's used in a political way. It's called mutual aid. And it's really interesting because when it's talked about, it's about giving, and some people connect it to more socialistic type of viewpoints mm. and politically speaking. But when you hear it explained and talked about, it's about sharing what you have so that people's needs are fulfilled and so people aren't suffering. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Acts 2. Yeah, it does. And that's exciting to me because when we can see that and we can not ignore the issues or the differences, right? That stuff does have to be dealt with. But when we look and we see, hey, they have that eternity in their hearts. Mm -hmm. They have that desire because it's so beautiful. When I see that, it builds my faith yeah. because God said that he created everybody in his image. So if that's true, we should see 
humans mostly wanting the things of God. And we do, but it's so lost and empty mm -hmm. the ways, you know, and we know that because we've all experienced that, whether you've yeah. been a Christian your whole life or you came later or whatever point, we've all gone to other things <laughs> and found out it doesn't work, it doesn't satisfy. And even if it does for a moment or a little bit, everybody has that depth in their spirit and their soul that says, what am I missing? Something's off. And yeah. for us, the only difference is when we get in that place, we're like, oh, I still have the Lord. That's the one thing I can depend on, the Lord, his spirit, his peace, you know, the future mm. that he has, even though that's unclear in the moment <laughs> or whatever. And people are so desperate for that yeah. and they want that. And when you can share that hope that's within you. Yep. That speaks to people and it makes them stop and they go, hmm, they might start talking and saying all this other stuff and get a whatever and, but they, it gets to them just for a moment. It's really awesome because that's when the Lord does and you never know where the Lord's going to take that and we don't have to know. We don't have to know yeah. because I, <laughs> I just, a story, I was at the Huntington Library, which is a really cool place in Pasadena. It's gardens, and they have a Gutenberg Bible there. What? One of the original. No way, really? Yes. So wow. I go in. I'm I with. I want to go see that. Yes, you should. No, for real. I want to go see that. Like, yes. This week. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. There's flowers. Oh my goodness. Take your wife. I will. But I didn't even know they had a Gutenberg Bible there. So I go into the library and I'm with my two best friends and we're just walking around. We're looking at these documents. They have some just different points. They have Lincoln letters and some stuff from George Washington, all sorts of different points in American history. And I walk right past the Gutenberg Bible, didn't even know it was there. And then I end up chatting with a volunteer. You know, it's a museum. So they have the volunteers that are like, oh, do you have any questions, blah, blah, blah. So this guy and I start chatting, and he's probably about your age, Kevin. 40? And <laughs> yeah, 40. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're just chatting, and I said, in your opinion, what is the most interesting document in this room? Oh, great question. And he goes, you know, the Gutenberg Bible is pretty popular. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> you have a Gutenberg wow. Bible? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, where? <laughs> Can I check it out? He's like, oh, it's over here. You didn't see it? I was like, no. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, So you borrowed it with so your library card <laughs> and now you are reading? No, no, no I, it's huge. Yeah. So it's in two volumes and it's one of the original 200. It's printed on calf skin. There's only three in the United States. <sighs> but this guy, he doesn't read the Bible or whatever. So it's... He kind of tells me like it's the most popular thing in the room, but he doesn't get it, right? So he takes me over to show me and I'm asking him all these questions and he's like, do you read the Bible? And I was like, yeah, I do actually. I study the Bible. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you're super into it, I guess. And he's like, yeah, it's turned to Chronicles, which <laughs> was funny because <laughs> it's just the Old Testament that was open. But I yeah. mean, it's, I don't know what to compare it to, but it's huge. Oh, it's yeah. a I've Huge seen pictures. Of it, I've yeah. seen pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and seen it in movies. Yeah, yeah. So this is just the volume one, probably the Old Testament, because I was looking at it, it. It might be less than just the Old Testament, based on where the Chronicles was turned. Oh, yeah. But anyways, I'm chatting with this guy, 
And he was telling me like basically just kind of a third party perspective of how fascinated he is by everyone being so fascinated hmm. by like what's up with by this? it yeah. like he gets it but he doesn't get it and then he tells me at one point that his wife is a christian <laughs> which is great <laughs> and how she thinks it's really cool so i'm talking with him and he's telling me how when he first became a volunteer that he asked the tour leader that was teaching him all the stuff when they got to the bible he said to the guy, what's the big deal, basically? is like, why are people so passionate about wanting to read the, the Gutenberg and like see it? Like, what's the big deal? And then the tour guide, he said something weird about the translations and blah, blah, like stuff that an apologist would be like, no, that's incorrect <laughs> <laughs> right away, which I kind of mentioned a little bit. I just said, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. You know, I said like one or two apologetic sentences just to put it in there. <laughs> but then I said, you know, what I love the Bible is it's alive. Like when I read it, it's alive. Mm. And <laughs> he looked at me like, what? What What do you mean? And I'm like, you, you know, when you, you read something and it just like, it just hits you and you're just like a, a poem or, or something. And he was kind of like, oh, oh yeah. And he was really engaged for like two seconds. Hmm. And then he was on to talking and then he was telling me about his wife, which I thought was really funny. And my friend thought was really funny because we know his wife is praying for him. Right. <laughs> And that Praying happens. for you guys to meet him and yes. say something, drop yes. a couple of seeds. Absolutely. And I know that that seed will grow, whether it's somebody else says something about something being alive or the word or something, that's going to stick with him because the Lord hit him for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And his wife's praying for him. And so those little moments, <laughs> those things are so awesome and amazing because everyone's looking for that life. They're looking for yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And there's people in their lives that are praying for them that see yeah. it. And some of them have tried too much. His wife might be too close to him yeah, for him maybe. to listen anymore or whatever. You just don't know. God is working and he's doing that stuff. But we have to see the people as people and engage with them that way, not just a them and the like. We keep the difference in mind. But we don't like hold on to it so much that we miss the person and the engagement that's yeah. happening. The thing is, is just look for those opportunities, say what you're supposed to say, and more importantly, listen. Mm -hmm. And um, and like you say, if you're in a group that you frequent or a restaurant that you frequent mm -hmm. or situations where you're there repeating, you know, you don't have to ask the person to marry you right off the bat. You kind of create a relationship <laughs> first, yeah. right? And get to know each other. And God will use that. And I think that's really important that we don't just pull out of everything. Yeah. We have to be in those spaces. Absolutely. Because there's so many things, especially with the young people, you know, at Foothills, we're all about the youth, which is amazing. We have to be vocal about that stuff but we have to be in those rooms yep. and if we're not vocal about certain things they're going to go to the wrong rooms sure and so one we got to put ourselves in those rooms i i think sometimes we expect too much for it to come to us 
And so I would encourage people to join a group that makes you uncomfortable. Join a space. Find a way. There's meetup.com. There's tons of groups on there. There's sports things, hikes. There's women who brunch and go to lunch. There's walking. There's all sorts of things. Join one and just see what happens. Yeah. I want you to pray for the people who are listening to this episode. Okay. Lord, I just thank you for this time. I thank you that I could come back and just hang out with Kevin and Matt as we used to do all the time. Lord, I just pray that you would continue just to bless this podcast, that you would bless its reach and all of the guests and all of the words and the wisdom and the way that you show up when we record. God, continue to strengthen Kevin and Matt. Lord, as they do it every week, God, I know the details that go into that, and I just pray that you would strengthen them in that. And Lord, I pray for everyone listening to this. God, would you just give them little bits of vision, God, of what you have, of what you are doing right now with them, of the people that they're around. Yeah. That you would give them just eyes to to see those people as you see them, even if it is different from the way they've been seeing them. God, would you bring wisdom? Lord, would you bring peace? Mm. God, I, I pray that we would be able just to see your creation, the people that you've created, Lord, and would you bring just your love and your grace in that God, you are grace and truth, and we're so grateful for that. Would you teach us the balance of that? Would you give us those opportunities? And Lord, I, I pray for um, just doors and ideas to to come to people, God. Yeah. Ideas of if they do need to get out of their just Christian circles, and would you show them what to do and, and how to do that? And we thank you, Lord, that no matter what is happening, Lord, we know based on your word, your kingdom is growing and growing and yes. growing, and we see it, Lord, and I, I pray that we would see more of it. And thank you, Lord, that, that is, that's just the truth of, of who you are because mm-hmm. you are real, because you do bring hope, and you do bring life to people, and you do it every single day in such beautiful ways and small ways. And thank you, Lord, that you partner with us, that yeah. you do it with us, and you do it without us, too. So thank you, God, that we can just trust that to you. And yeah, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, I ask your blessing on Sarah Marie Main in every way to overflowing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.